even if you don't get out on the dance floor, even if you don't get to play in any of the games, that sure is a good time. We had uh, we had a lot of fun Saturday. Although I got to tell you, I'm not sure the last time I was driving home at eleven o'clock at night because <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just I'm just not out that late anymore. <laughs> and it's like driving to work when we come to work at four thirty in the morning, except. There's still lights on. You know, people don't shut their Christmas lights off on some of the trees they're on and some of the bars got lights on that aren't on when we come in and everything's shut down. But uh, had a real good time. Deanna says 71 days. Deanna, who counts down and is going with us anyway, she was one of the first people to get a number on Saturday night, get out on the dance floor, have a shot at winning it. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be a good party when the very first thing was the let's go Brandon cheer. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? As loud as that was, uh-huh. I thought, this is going to be a good party. Mm-hmm. I was hoping there would have been a guy that we picked whose first name was Brandon. Mm-hmm. It would have been great. Well, different venue for us. And, uh, you know, every time, even after all these years, this is the uh, 27th trip giveaway we've done. And uh, you still constantly evaluate what you think works and doesn't work for the party. And we had less uh, less people get in this year because we had fewer stop-bys. And we're thinking maybe that's a thing. Uh, wasn't too crowded. I mean, it was full. It was full, but all the folks working at the Powderhorn could get through. People that wanted food and drink could get it. Uh, heard great reports from everybody as far as service. And also the food they had was good. Uh, I I didn't get one of those ginormous plates of nachos, but next time I've got five hungry friends, I know I can swing in there for one of those. Yeah, Got a bunch of Flakesgiving donations. That starts this week. It's a big week for us. Uh, A couple big weeks here in a row. So um, Flakesgiving is all week. You want to know an interesting story, folks? How... Sometimes God works in mysterious ways. I walk into the party on uh, Saturday Saturday night, and I've got my box of stuff, and and it has the ping pong balls, you know, and the markers and all that stuff we use and the lanyards. And um, I stop at a table on the way up to the front, and a lady hands me a check for uh, Flakesgiving. Says, I, I need to give you this check for Flakesgiving, and, and we love you. Got great. Ends up winning the trip. Shocking. First one to give me the check. Ends up winning the trip. Tina was her name. I think it's Holland, their last name. I think, I think it, so, yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, they're going to go. So there were quite a few people there that were going to go anyway. Um, and there were a lot of people who were there who wanted to go oh. badly. And, uh, but it was a great, great party, great crowd. Um, just a wonderful group. I didn't see a mask in the crowd. No. Um, and uh, like you said, they, uh, the muzzleloader and the powder horn, they did a great job accommodating us, accommodating us on such short notice. Um, and uh, it was full. Yeah, it was full. It was packed. and But it was uh, sure a fun party. Great people. A lot of people there. Uh I talked to talked about the doghouse parade, how much they loved that. Mm-hmm. Thought it was a great banquet and gala. So good stuff. 
then I wrote a little bit about it in my blog. You know, we, we can't do this without people like that. This kind of stuff you just can't do unless you have people like that. And there's a lot of people out there that... Uh, Those people and their checkbooks make this thing go. Yep. Well, and you have... Uh, you have to earn people's trust. Yeah. And uh, you have to uh, you have to be honest with people. And uh, in fact, I was talking to a gal afterwards about trusting people and being honest and stuff. And you just you just have to. And once once you earn that, then it's easy. Mm-hmm. You know, from then then on, then it's easy. But you have to earn it. And it takes a while to earn it. Yeah. Uh, and we've earned it over the years. And uh, and and once they once they hand that over to you, then the responsibility comes with it. True. Yeah, that's true. You gotta you gotta do what you say you're gonna do. You know. And uh, you know, I'm kind of a different animal, and I admit that. And uh, who who is it that always says you're not like other people? Oh yeah, me. Yeah, but you say it. You say it. Hold on. You say it in a different uh, in a different category than well, I think. You just take it different. No. No, I don't take it different. But whenever we do an event like that, like the doghouse parade or something like that, if I'm going to be in charge, then I like to be in charge, and yeah. then then I like things to go the way that I want them to go. And then that way, if it falls on its face, you know you're the guy responsible. Exactly. 100%. So if there's a problem, it's it's me. And I accept that responsibility, like the doghouse parade or anything like that, like that. And uh, and I have certain ways that I like to do things. And look, if, if somebody else wants to take over and do it, then they can do it. Mm-hmm. But if they want me to do it and then jump in and decide this is a better thing that I think we should do, I have no time for that, Mark. <laughs> I am aware. <laughs> See, but you know me. I do know. But And there was there was actually several times over the, uh, the Friday checking in the doghouses and during Saturday when we were getting ready at the doghouse parade, people would say to me, well, you know what you guys ought to do? I said, you should run right up to Paul and tell him that. <laughs> he'd love to hear that yeah. right now the day of the event and we have certain ways that we like for instance to do our check-ins and things and that was not carried out and so as the end result we had people who were in there in the registration box who didn't even come to the party no and that should have never ha- it's never happened before no and in 20 26 other times we got it right yeah and then we also had people that had duplicate cards in there and that should have never happened. And I take responsibility for that because I didn't make myself clear at with the people checking in how it was supposed to be done. No exceptions. Right. I mean, I was being nice. And uh, like Mark always said, like Flakesgiving week this week, look, if you want to talk to somebody who's going to be nice and be your friend, talk to me. That's right. You got to talk to me. <laughs> I'm the I'm the guy. I'll 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 kiss the babies. I'll shake the hands. I'll take the pictures. <laughs> That's right. Hugs Paul, everybody. Paul's a little busy right now. That's right. Yeah, you know logistics and stuff like that. You go see that guy, right. and that's the way we've always done. But at end and all, in in the end, it all turned out great. Um, we had great prizes. It was just a fun. It was just fun. If you missed it, you should have come to that party. Mm-hmm. 
for three hours there that night, people forgot about everything in this world. Mm-hmm. You could just tell. Yep. For three hours that night, nobody thought about this trillion-dollar budget bill today. Or none of that. No. I mean, you could just tell. For three hours, it was gone. It was it was great. It was good good to see everybody and and uh, Angie and the crew down there. They did a great job. And so here we are. And so yesterday, folks, I get a phone call from our travel agent, <laughs> and she says, uh, "Paul, I got. What are you doing?" I said, "Well, I'm tearing out an old stack yard and some fence right now." Probably the same thing Mark was doing yesterday about <laughs> four o'clock, I'm guessing. She goes, um, well, I've got a little bit of a problem. And my whole life, I have always dealt with problems. Mm-hmm. When you ranch and farm, you always have a problem. Uh, the well quit. We have no water in the house. The power's out. Mm-hmm. You got a cow down. You know, I mean, you always deal with problems. What's the problem? Uh, the problem is they canceled all your flights. And I, and I thought... <laughs> kind of a big deal. I thought, well, now that's kind of a problem. I, I'm, I'm thinking, come on, details, details. <laughs> a minute ago, I couldn't get you to, to be quiet. <laughs> you know? um, but what happened is American Airlines decided to cancel the flights out of Billings. Because mm-hmm. uh, they can they they have no employees. Oh no, I I thought it was weather related. No. <laughs> um they have no employees and that people folks are quitting. They're not going to let the government in a business tell them what to do with their bodies. Right? And so they're giving them one of these. And uh you know, we had the report on Friday before we left that 4.4 million people for, listen to this, 4.4 million people quit their jobs in the last month 4.4 million 4.4 million quit a lot of them medical workers airline workers american airlines you know delta has approached it differently so is united and they're fine Mm -hmm. american hasn't isn't it funny that the one that's called American Airlines is the one that is treating you not like one? Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And and there's more of that ahead as we oh, get to more yeah. of these. What December fourth deadline? I think for some of the federal workers. Yeah, yeah. So they quit. So they they just can't. So they they got to start picking flights around America that they're going to cancel. Mm-hmm. And so I would advise anybody that had a flight between now and next spring that left Billings and go to Dallas, I would look at that if you were on American Airlines because they're just not going to fly here anymore. Same thing with Bozeman. They'll they'll quit Bozeman's because uh, I, I asked our travel agency, well, what about if we go to Bozeman and fly out of there? They took that one out. Oh, geez. So they're just picking and choosing the ones that they can just cancel and forget all about. And then uh, they'll distribute their pilots and people differently. But the good news is it doesn't affect anybody else on the trip because you folks that leave also on Thursday and Friday, most of you are all on Delta and most of you are all on United. And they're all great. They're all fine. So you have nothing to worry about. It was just that there was such a demand uh, in our group. We have 149 people now. And um, we had such a demand for first-class accommodations that... uh, 
Mark and I and a few others were going to go on a different flight away from the main group because Carol will travel with them and Rhonda will travel with one. And uh, we were going to travel with the other and we were going to fly from Billings to Dallas and then Dallas to Cancun. And we would have all got there about the same time that day. Well, our group, uh, which when you fly with Paul... But it's something I'm willing to do. That's right. But still. But we've uh, we've made some switches and some changes, and uh, we should be fine, and we will we will all get there eventually. And, and you know, really, if that's the worst thing that happens to you all year. Mm-hmm. Um, About 60 seconds after you get off the bus at the resort, you're going to forget all that anyway. You are. You're going to walk outside. And you're going to feel that warm 80-degree weather hit you with the sun out there. And the you're going to see the palm trees swaying in the wind. And there's going to be a little hut right off to the right there. And they're grinding up ice for margaritas. And, and uh, Ev, what is the other ball? Good morning. Hello. How are you? Welcome. You're going to hear all that. And uh, you'll just uh, you'll forget about it at that point. Yeah. But it's just one of the uh, hiccups. And, and actually, it's it's not too bad. Um, you know, I'm, we're going to make, uh, we'll have to make an extra stop probably. May even have to stay somewhere. But, I, you know, like I told her, I said, hey, money does you no good in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but Paul's taking all his there anyway. I am. <laughs> Are you going to be on my ass all day? <laughs> Gee, money. God, Wilson. <laughs> Paul's going to take his all there all day anyway. What the hell? I have some money for you. Oh. Christina's here. She's the one that makes our Flakesgiving go, by the way. Thank you for your Christina is also the one that made our party go. And yes. had everything organized yeah. and together. Yeah. And if Christina ever quits, we're not going to be able to do our stuff anymore. When are we going to start taking the deliveries? When will our temp be in? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Okay. All right. Do you know the number, by the way, for that? Because I think they got a different phone. The 248-7827 still rings, but I can go look at those. Okay, yeah, because yeah. if you could get that for us, that'd be great. If Thanks. you could do one more thing for us. That's please. right, yeah. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> When's a donut shop open? Uh, but, yeah, it, um, it'll all work out, and uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for a break here. Um we got a high wind warning today. It's going to blow like a son of a gun here later this afternoon, tomorrow. Already started this morning. Uh, somebody posted on Facebook on uh, the road to Great Falls between Geyser and Moccasin. Three rigs blown over. Yeah. I um, I got up Saturday morning. And, you know, we had the trip party and stuff. But that's that doesn't make any... That trip party to me, that's, that's nothing. No, this kind of stuff. I got a regular day anyway. Right. And I had a load of hay, and it was starting to blow a little bit. And I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna get this load of hay down. I'm hauling hay now for the winter for the cows, getting it down there. And, and as I uh, I start navigating down there, the wind's getting a little stiffer, a little stiffer, a little stiffer. And I get down there on the highway. I'm down there about where the speedway is on Highway 87, and the wind starts cooking you know and i'm hauling this load of hay down here and and it's funny because i'm looking at the back of my trailer and i i'm going down the road and and the back of my trailer is kind of at about a 60 degree angle as i'm going down the road and i thought man i am i am getting off of this thing 
Um, but our gust here in our area could be as high. The, the wind warning starts for us at midnight. Midnight tonight to through Tuesday. But it will be breezy today. But our gust could be 60 miles an hour. But uh, you know, because you lived up there in that country, you get up around Cutbank, Shoto, Browning, Browning, places like that. They're uh, they're expecting 80, 90 mile an hour winds. And uh, not a problem, though. The problem is when we get 30 mile an hour wind gusts from Hurricane Andy that's going to come within 500 miles of the coast. We're expecting, and then to be a reporter, you stand, you got to stand bent over like this. Uh They teach that in TV school. Apparently. Why? Why? Because it makes for good TV. It's a 30 mile an hour wind. I've seen Mark play golf in 30 mile an hour winds, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's, it's going to be a problem. So uh, keep that in mind if you're traveling. Run into a few uh, problems there. I'm just hoping we don't have, uh, well, we don't want 60 mile an hour winds on the days that we put our Flakesgiving stuff together on Friday. No, the only thing worse than snow is high winds. High winds. Yeah. Yeah, cold weather's even no problem. It's just high wind. All no problem. Friday, partly sunny, 53. Nice. That's a gift right there put everything together up at metro that day but the big thing is raising money this week and uh i wrote a little blog about what we've done this year we had a hell of a year this year yes we have and uh this is a big time because this is this is our big fundraising venture for the year and uh what what we raised this week enables us to do a lot of the other stuff that we do throughout the year and so um that's why we hit it really hard this week and it may seem a little redundant a little uh overkill for some of you out there but it's a big big week for us and uh it's just the way it is I had to open the gate yesterday, let the cows start moving down towards the uh the main area for the winter because they uh they're they're working that grass up there pretty bad and uh you know we haven't had a lot of moisture or anything and they were all wanting to come down and I thought, eh, yeah, I might as well it's just a matter of time. They're gonna start getting out and wanting to wander around and I'm just hoping I had so much on my mind yesterday, and then Carol called me about the, the, the trip and the flights, and I'm thinking all of it, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I, I just, I think I remembered the close the gate that goes into the hay pen. <laughs> you think? <laughs> because if I didn't, when I go down today, there'll be a hundred head in there. Mm-hmm. It, it's it'll be like the pizza ranch yeah for them but i think i did i think i closed it sometimes you forget about that you know you, you that happens all the time you'll be walking around your house 
and uh, you'll be thinking of all the stuff that you have for the do for the day or something that came up and 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 then all of a sudden you can't remember if you did something or where you set your keys or where well you know multiply that times about 50 out at the farm mm-hmm. um did I, I sh- i've did- finally gone to the key tile mm-hmm. so you can find your keys with your phone <laughs> oh that's nice yeah and cheap what what does it do how does it work uh, you've got. Uh, oh, does it make a noise? Or? Yeah. Oh, and also too, if you lose your phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you lose your phone, then your key will find your phone. Yeah. Hmm. What if you lose your mind? <laughs> Can't help you with that. <laughs> hmm. Hell, I was golfing with Johnny last year, and his his phone fell out of the cart. And he used the find my phone thing on my phone to find uh, that his phone. That does not surprise me at all with him. At all. At all. So, uh, we'll start taking deliveries later on this morning. Uh, We'll be doing that all well, week. And first call we got this morning wanted a delivery. Well, the deliveries are, are folks for the people who can't get there. Disabled, right. elderly, no transportation, wheelchair bound, uh, sick, people whose immune systems are compromised. There you go. We do not want you there. Right. All right. Because this year we're going back to the regular routine. We're going to put all the meals together, and then you can come down on Saturday and pick them up. We will not have drive-through, all right? Yeah, the, uh, can I help you? Need uh, two turkey boxes, uh, one with extra rolls, <laughs> and uh, two stalks of celery in the one. <laughs> and uh, we could, can we substitute sweet potatoes for Idaho potatoes? Can we, we're not going to do that this year. No. You come and you pick up the box like we always have done for 30 years. And uh, we'll be doing that. Oh, crap. And the uh, the deliveries will go out early Saturday, and we're going to have driver's help. That kind of thing. So back to, uh, back to the regular way of doing things. This year, this year, I did not have to submit a plan and get permission from our Yellowstone County Health Director to feed 10 to 15,000 people. That's right. Last year, I had to get permission to feed 10 to 15,000 hungry people over the holidays. I had to get permission to do it protocol uh, get a recommendation that kind of thing don't have to do it this year different governor that's right different strategy different approach yeah because saturday night would have been a super spreader event last year Mm -hmm. it was a super spreader event this year too we spread cheer joy and good times throughout You know, actually, the Flakes Trip Party is kind of the culmination of the holiday season. 
where everything comes together and it's the big kickoff for the holiday season. Once you get to that point, you know you're into the holidays because you know next week is going to be Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving and then the shopping and then Christmas and then there you go. So it's got, well, in fact, this week coming up, uh, coming up on the uh, 20th is Mannheim Steamroller. Right. That's a holiday thing. They had the holiday food festival over the weekend. Oh, I think the Chase Hawks Rodeo is this week. Uh, they're usually December, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Maybe they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're usually around the... Oh, maybe it, that, it, that's it's, it. It's usually around my yeah, birthday. Yeah, that's right. 18th of December, I think. Yeah, that's right. I keep th- I keep forgetting it's November. I got a lot of crap on my mind, folks. Boy, do I, I know what you're talking about. Oh, well, today, 1 o'clock. <laughs> I got to remember my clubs. <laughs> clubs are already in the car. Are they? No <laughs> I, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to remember my GPS on my speaker and I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rough Stock Rodeo, December 18th. 18th. That's right. I, I knew it was the 18th. That It's always in December. So it's a busy, busy time, busy week. Joe Biden's going to sign his $1 trillion infrastructure bill today. And uh, the infrastructure, yeah, that can be good. But the rest of it is all bad. More on all bad than all good in the Biden bill. Mm-hmm. $550 billion of infrastructure, $700 billion of social economic justice in that bill. Um, and what does that mean? It means government pork, government program, big government. That's all it means, folks. And it's coming. He's going to sign it today. I'll bet he had a vitamin cocktail over the weekend like nothing you folks had at the trip party. I'll bet they injected him and gave him IVs and stuff. He's got to be on top of his game. And not only that, he's going to be, has to be on top of his game on Monday early. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to get all kinds of stuff today. Excellent day. Yeah, and with the $1 trillion infrastructure package, many eyes will be turning to Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, the former mayor who is 39, who has no clue about infrastructure. Folks, I can tell you this guy has never, ever bladed a yard with a blade or anything. He has no idea about construction and infrastructure. None. All he knows about is government and social programs. He's going to be in charge of a trillion dollars. They just gave that man a trillion dollars. Now, who do you think he's going to hand out those contracts to? He'll be handling the largest infusion of cash into our transportation sector since the 50s when... When old good old Ike created the transportation spending bill for our interstate. Folks, let me let me put this in perspective for you. 
550 billion is going to go to infrastructure. 700 billion of this is going to go to all of these social things. Folks, we're going to we're going to be doling out billions of dollars to to all kinds of different centers and daycare facilities. I mean, it's it's just going to be crazy where that money goes. But you know when Ike, we built the interstate system for the entire country. Now that was an infrastructure plan, right? North and south, east and west. Still paying dividends today. Probably one of the most underrated, remarkable infrastructure achievements, if not the most important one ever in the history of the United States. And you know how much that cost? $120 billion. Wow. That's how much it costs for that whole system. They're spending going to spend almost five times as much as that just fixing what we have now and 700 billion on all the other crap that Pete Buttigieg and the Democrats got their hands on that money is going directly to Democrats and democratic ideals and principles and groups and plans and programs that they want that's where that's going to go I can guarantee you folks that Jim Jordan, Matt Rosendale, they're not going to get their hands on that other $700 billion that's in there for something that they may want to use. Mm-mm. That's going to go to John Tester. And that's going to go to other people who are... That money is going to go to other people whose jobs are on the line next November. In their districts... And their precincts and their states, that's where that extra $700 billion is going to go to help them to broker their campaign one way or the other by a project in their town or their community. That's where it's going to go. What else do we have in the news today? Uh, two years after the pandemic, Carnival Cruise Lines. Reporting that their operations are ready to restart and restart full steam. All 22 of their U.S.-based ships will be back in operation by March. All of them. The Carnival Sensation will be sailing out of Mobile on March 5th, the first Saturday of every month. That brings in $6 million a year, by the way, just there in that port. Wow. Parking fees, a loan, all that kind of stuff. Uh, The Sensation will replace the Carnival Fantasy, which has been serving that area from 2016 to 2020. But they're going to get all 22 of their ships up and running again. And John Deere and company and union thugs have reached a preliminary contract agreement with the workers who began striking four weeks ago. They'll vote on it soon. The UAW, who, by the way, one of their executives last week out of Detroit was found guilty of embezzling over $2 million worth of money for gambling, homes, cars, and trucks. 
said that the contract includes modest modifications. To the latest rejected proposal that included an immediate 10% pay raise and they rejected it. The union has described the latest proposal as the best and final offer. They'll vote on it Wednesday. And they better approve it. <laughs> because, and in fact, I don't think that this new proposal has hardly anything in it different at all than the last one. Right. Because the CEO and the board already said, that's our best offer. Mm-hmm. Look, you can't, when you have 10,000 employees just on the line, and you're going to increase their wage right away, 10%, 10%, and no premium medical insurance, cover that, and new contributions to the pension plan, and you turn it down? There really was no more room for them to go. I think they're just trying to make a point. I think what they're trying to do is just strong arm them for another few weeks just to say, don't you ever forget who runs this company. I don't disagree with that. We do. Yeah. That's, I think that's what this is all about. Because um, we, uh, we don't have people anymore with the testicular fortitude of a Ronald Reagan. Who said, Fine. You want to give up your great paying, lucrative federal job that will pay you every day to your debt? Fine. You're fired. Right. And uh, so they're going to vote on that this week. Manny's been putting backhoes together. I said, good for you. And uh, she loves it. Maddie's, you know? Maddie's always been a worker, though. She she loves, I mean, she's learning different things. I mean, when you're in engineering anyway, you mm-hmm. get a firsthand approach. And she's, uh, she loves, I mean, she's she's fine with it. Right. Hell, I'd be fine with it. No, she's a lot like you that way. That's why, that's why John's my favorite. Yeah, because... <laughs> Because John, now, now that I think about it, let me see here. Hold on. Let's see. He was born in February of 97. So where in the hell was I about June of 96? You were home. I got to think where in the hell I was been. This sucker drives around with golf clubs in his pickup all the time. Well, you never can tell. All the time. Those straw wrappers in your vehicle, they'll eventually fade away. Uh-huh. Oh, God. And uh, let's see here. I don't get to talk to Jake much anymore. He He's um, so busy doing his surgeries and stuff. That, that kind of bothers me, but that's just the way life is, folks. Mm-hmm. You know, they... Well, and for right now, you know, it's, I mean, that's his complete focus. And if I had a woman like his look like she does, I wouldn't call you either. I know. <laughs> I know. Old Jake. Must Chip even, off must the even. old block there, Andy Wilson. <laughs> well, she's only human. Uh, well, you got that right. Oh. Uh, 
they had a big vaccination clinic down in Metro Park over the weekend. Um, oh, and they, they gave some information in here about how many kids have died from COVID since its inception in that age group of 5 to 11. Are they lying? Yes. <laughs> they put that in here. What I did last week, they put that in here. Same number. Huh. Now, only they don't tell you how many kids are in that age group in their article. Oh, no. No, they don't put that in there. So many shots for these kids, you know. And, of course, they're going to need two. Right. And then they'll probably need a booster. They'll come up with that. By the way, this is big pharmacy, and nobody cares now. Everybody's, oh, God, everybody loves talking about Pfizer now. Before, they hated pharmaceutical companies. Now they all love them. But your kids are going to be like your dog when you load your dog up to go to the vet. Mm-hmm. You know how your dogs know what's going to happen? <laughs> Try telling a five-year-old, this will be interesting, when you're five and six-year-old, when you load them back in the car again for their second shot, you're going to Cedar Hall. They're going to be scratching at the door. You're going to have to put a leash on them and a collar. Kids they're, don't like shots. They're not going to want to get back in that car. And then when you decide that they're going to need a booster shot then six months after that. Mm-hmm. They're taking dogs. Uh, they use dogs now at the uh, vaccination clinics to ease the stress for the kids. The dogs don't like shots either. <laughs> but uh we're going to be down in that area for our uh our flakes giving thing so but it's a big week our number our hotline here at the station 248-5665 that's for uh everything that you'll need to know and uh if you can make a donation, we sure love to hear from you. Don't forget, throughout the week, we play special requests and songs if Mark and I like it. <laughs> and um, we will be happy to give your business a plug, let people know that you support your community, that kind of thing. We've always done that. And uh, we got a $45,000 grocery. Oh, by the way, uh, the meal's not too bad. Twenty six fifty. That's not bad at all. Oh, are you kidding me? Ten to fifteen pound turkey, ten pounds of potatoes, two boxes of mac and cheese, dinner rolls. I, I'm assuming we'll get the dinner rolls again from uh, Franz Bakery. They help us out every year. Mm-hmm. Um, black olives, corn, celery mm-hmm. that we throw in there. Um, oh, gravy mix stuffing mix all in a box 2650 right and if you need one come get one if you went to the flakes trip alone you know during our prices right game that which, a f- which you people are bad at by the way that, that you are <laughs> that a five quart jug of mobile one full synthetic 5w20 27 dollars and 47 cents. You're getting a Thanksgiving meal that'll feed 10 to 15 for less 
than a jug of Mobile One oil. Now, mm-hmm. isn't that something? That really is, actually. And you people were way off. <laughs> way off. Way off. You know what's sad with inflation, folks? I'll tell you what's sad. We did the prices Right game, and I had three items. Not one person on any of the three items even came close to going over because prices are going up that fast. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought it was funny that I picked the three items that I need anyway. So I thought, what the hell? Well, that's just that's just must haven practicality there it, is what that is. It is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to buy them anyway, so this is what we're using. Yeah, I, I was out of salsa. What was I, what was I supposed to do? <laughs> uh, and somebody asked me that. Why do you think you picked those three items? I said, because he needed them. Th- thank you. <laughs> they work with a guy 30 plus years. He What's knows. Right? By the way, um, like I do every year, we're not doing any first news till we get a donation. <laughs> Just not. Okay. Got to have a donation today. Um, got to get somebody's got to get us started. So, got a forty-five thousand dollar bill due at the end of the week. So, um. Somebody's got to kick it off. Somebody's got to get us started. It's like an auction. You know, somebody, doesn't matter where they start. Somebody somebody has to get it started. Yellowstone Valley Party Rentals, $100. There you go. Good stuff.